The California Technology Council's new CTC Benefits Trust combines groups of emerging technology companies to offer large company benefits to small businesses. This approach delivers employee benefit programs with better choices and at a lower cost. What's included? Medical, dental, and vision options are available with additional employer and employee online resources to support simplified enrollment and administration. To learn more, go to californiatechnology.org forward slash join. That's californiatechnology.org forward slash join. I'm Daniel Levine, and this is the Bio Report. The complexity of individual tumors creates a challenge for physicians to determine the optimal treatment for any given patient. This complexity may also require a combination of therapies to target the multiple pathways a given cancer may exploit to grow and spread. My personalized therapeutics is taking a model systems approach to pair patients to customized drug regimens by using fruit fly models of a patient's cancer to screen hundreds of FDA-approved therapies and combinations. We spoke to Laura Toert, co-founder and CEO of My Personalized Therapeutics, about the company's personalized discovery process, how it works, and why it may lead to better outcomes for cancer patients. Laura, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. We're going to talk about your company, My Personal Therapeutics, its personal discovery process, and how you're allowing for physicians to determine the best therapeutic approach to treat individual cancer patients. Before we talk about what you're doing, perhaps we can begin with the problem you're trying to address, which is the complexity of cancer. How individual and complex at a genetic level is cancer that's fueling an individual patient's tumorous growth? Um, so t- tumor, tumors are by nature ex- uh, extremely complex. Um, multiple um, genes um, and genetic mutations will be driving a patient's tumor um, at, one, at one time. And what's understood about the way cancers turn resistance to individual therapies? So at the current time, the, the standard of care is precision medicine. Precision medicine is, is also called um, single-drug targeted chemotherapy. And this is where one gene um, or one genetic mutation is really addressed by one, um, one single pharmaceutical agent, one, chemotherapy, one, one, one chemotherapeutic drug. Um, and so when one genetic mutation is being targeted, the other leading, leading mutations get to strengthen and grow. Um, and so resistance to that drug then would, 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 um, would logically occur. The ICANN School of Medicine at Mount Sinai 
develop the personal discovery process technology at the heart of your offerings, what was the work that was done there? So for the Center for Personalized Cancer Therapeutics at the Icon School of Medicine developed the personal discovery process over 10 years of clinical study. Um, it was developed originally in the lab of Dr. Ross Hagen, who's, who's a Drosophila biologist. And what exactly did they do? So there, there was an ongoing clinical trial, and they enrolled 23 patients, and they're looking at the patients have the different tumor types, um, lung, colorectal, medullary thyroid carcinoma, um, and others. Um, and what they do is that the patients would have whole exome sequencing of their tumor and also of their blood, and then through a method developed at the center, um, they deconvolute the tumor genome or read the tumor genome to understand what are the genetic drivers of that tumor. Then they And they, they're not looking at just known oncogenes. They're looking at any gene that might be supporting oncogenes and, and working to promote tumor genesis. They can select up to 15 genetic mutations, depending on size, and they build them into a fruit fly avatar. So an actual fruit fly is a um, And then through large-scale drug screening, um, we, we screen all FDA-approved drugs in up to three combinations. And we're looking at which combinations rescues a fly from death. And then they have a titration program that they've developed to, um, to, to dose the, the drug for a human. Um, and so there's an old patient, and the, the first data from patients has been published in Science Advances in April. So it's a, it's a really exciting time. You use 400,000 fruit flies to evaluate 1,200 FDA-approved drugs. This includes non-cancer drugs. Why fruit flies as a model system? What does this allow you to do differently than using, say, cell assays or other models? Very good question. So so our, our methodology is really focused on the idea that tumors are complex and that the complexity of the tumor is not just the, the tumor in culture, but the tumor as part of a whole animal um, or a whole organism. And so the fly is a really great model because it enables us to look at the tumor um, as part of a, you know, a, a look at the tumor network um, and in, in a way that's not really possible in any other system. You could look at, um, you could model tumors in, in mice, but you can't, you can't do it with the level of throughput that we can do with, with flies. We can do unbiased drug screening, um, with drugs in combination that just, you know, with 400,000 flies, and you can't really do that with any other system. Why does it take 400,000 flies to do a single patient? Well, um, because we're, we're doing, large-scale drug screening, and so if we have 1,700 drugs or 1,600 drugs, and we're looking at combinations of, you know, up to three drugs, um, it's a kind of a large N, and then we're doing it not just one single fly um, per drug, but we're doing it in a batch for accuracy. There are a number of efforts to profile patient tumors to determine the best therapeutic options. How unusual is the approach that my personal therapeutics has taken? Um, well, we're, we're the only ones doing it, as, as, as far as I know. Um, there are a lot of other approaches, like I mentioned, um, looking at tumor profiling in mice, looking at profiling of, of tumors in culture, and then one step further, looking at tumor the tumor microenvironment. Um, and as well, and also modeling 
tumors and, um, and zebrafish. Um, each each model has its own um, you know pluses and, and minuses, um, but I think that the fly provides is a great model for a certain tumor types and provides a really unique approach of being able to to do such high throughput drug screening, which enables us to identify new combinations that we might have not um, been able to get. And what's the process? Take me through a, a single patient from initiation to result. So, so at initiation, the patient would have their tumor biopsied um, and their, their blood and tumor sequence. And then, um, and so we also have a patient app. So the patient would, um, if, would, would receive a log into our app, and the app would guide the patient through the process. Because we really want the patient to feel uh, like they're being personally, we're building a personalized model for them, and we also personally care about them and that they understand and are being educated about the process. And they, that they're comfortable with where they are in the process at each point in time. Um, not that they're worrying, you know, why is it taking a long time or where, um, what's happening with my personalized model. So the patient would, would get access to the app and it would, it would be able to, they'd be able to track, um, you know, when we receive their sequence data, if it's fast quality control, when we've identified what mutations we're going to include in their, their personalized avatar, um, how, how, when their avatar population has grown enough to the moment when we can start screening, um, then which drugs, uh, which drug combinations we've identified by the screening process. And then we would, we would communicate to the patient's oncologist the results of our screen. And so for each patient so far that's been through the process, there's been more than one drug combination that's been predicted. And so importantly, each combination would include a chemo drug, usually in very low dose, with one or two or three non-chemo drugs. Um, so as a result, making the, the resultant combination less toxic and also more affordable. Uh, and so and because there would be more than one combination predicted, we would involve the patient, the oncologist and the patient's tumor board to help make a decision about which combination might be best for that patient. It seems to me that one of the critical differences here is your focus on combinations of therapies. What's the case for that? So, so the case for that is is, is really looking at um, is, is looking at targeting multiple heads of the tumor, multiple mutations at once, not just not just singular now. You know, one one pharmaceutical agent to target one mutation. Cancer drugs can cause adverse reactions. Is there anything your approach does to take into consideration potential side effects of combinations of therapies or drug-drug interactions? Sure, we we do look at um, we do look at known drug-drug um, toxicity data and drug-drug interaction data, and we do our best to minimize any any potential um, adverse effects. All of the drugs that we're screening are FDA approved. And the concentrations that we would recommend are usually very low, so as to make it almost impossible to have any adverse effects. Um, as a company, we're going to be partnered with um, a UK group called Medicines Discovery Catapult, and they have some really powerful drug-drug um, interaction databases and tools that we're going to start modeling how how the drugs, um, the drug combinations that are predicted by our method, um, actually help overcome mechanisms of resistance. Because a lot of times we could, we, we, it, it, the drug combinations make sense and we can understand how they're targeting the, the tumor pathway. Um, but other times it, it's more difficult to understand and we'd actually like to, you know, really build a case for how these, co these combinations are working and, and prove it.
And who's the customer here? Is it the oncologist that orders this, or do patients pursue this independently? So um, both. So we've had patients contact us directly, um, and then we always ask to speak with their oncologist or to get, you know, the latest report from their oncologist. Um, and then we also we work with some partner oncologists. And is this intended for people who are newly diagnosed, or is this more likely to be used by someone who has found approved therapies for their indication? Uh, the, 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 the patient population we're targeting first is really colorectal cancer patients, because that's where we have the most data. Uh, and in, in that case, we usually we would recommend that a patient start their personalized model when they're diagnosed, because it does take some time to build the model. Um, and then if the patient starts developing mechanisms of resistance or if the, if the first-line chemotherapy doesn't work for them, then they'd have their personal combination ready. Um, a lot of times that won't happen. The patient will, by nature, wait until they fail first-line treatment and then would, would contact us at that point, too. Now, you mentioned that there was a four-year study, but what have you done to validate the approach and are there any regulatory issues you face? So, so the, the, the clinical trial has been, um, well, it's we've been going through about 10 years of clinical study, um, but the, the the approach, it's not per se validated in a large number of, of patients. It's still, you know, single single patient data that we have, um, outcomes data. So as a company, we are going to be starting um, larger scale clinical studies at centers around the world um, and at the same time offering it for sale. There, there aren't any... Um, real regulatory um, oversight of this because we're only recommending FDA-approved drugs and we're not recommend making recommendations to patients directly. We're working through their oncologist. And how is this priced? And is, is there reimbursement available? So the personal discovery process price, um, the, 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 the process is quite labor-intensive and, and intricate and, and it is expensive. Um, the, for 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 the personal discovery process, the, the, the list price is, is $20,000. And we're, we're, we're working with patients that can afford that um, to try to help um, help subsidize the cost. For targeted personal discovery process, which is available now for, for colorectal cancer and GI cancers, the price is a little bit less. It's $15,000. And is there any reimbursement available? So, no, reimbursement is not available at this time. But we are speaking with um, with payers in the United States and and abroad to, to try to make this reimbursable at, at some point in time. Um, our ultimate goal is to develop a big data product, which we call Tumatch for Tumor Match, and we're hoping that that will definitely be reimbursable. So, what do you think it's going to take to get payer acceptance and, and oncologist acceptance? Um, well, for payer acceptance, I really think that our big data product is really going to be uh, of interest because it's, it's going to be it's going to enable rapid, affordable um, treatment recommendations. And so that's something for for colorectal cancer. We anticipate too much would be available in early 2020, and so we've already started talking to um, reimbursement specialists about that. Um, for oncologists, um, a lot of the oncologists that we were speaking to, I just went on a a roadshow talking to oncologists um, in different regions, and oncologists are really accepting this because, um, especially for colorectal cancer, they, they find a lot of patients 
um, are diagnosed with colon cancer early um, by 40 years old. And there's a large population of, you know, mid-40-year-olds that have already become resistant to the standard of care and really have exhausted all options. And so it's really easy when there's nothing else to offer a patient for an oncologist to, to say, wait, I have, you know, another another option that might work for you. So in that case, oncologists are very um, enthusiastic. And is there a case yet to make for better outcomes or lower cost? There's definitely a case to be made for lower costs, um, and we're, we're working with uh, with Popper and Company, an American um, consultancy, to help us make that health economics um, case for publication. Um, and for in terms of outcomes, we can we can predict that we'll be able to improve outcomes um, by nature of, of of our technology and how how it works. Um, but we don't we don't have that data yet. Laura Tower, founder and CEO of My Personalized Therapeutics. Laura, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks for listening. The Bio Report is a production of the Levine Media Group. To automatically download this podcast each week, subscribe to our RSS feed or through iTunes or other podcast manager. To join our mailing list, go to levinemediagroup.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to drop us a line or are interested in sponsoring this podcast, send email to danny at levinemediagroup.com. Special thanks to Jonah Levine, who composed our theme music, and the Jonah Levine Collective, which performs it.